Galair, and welcome to the Loaf of Bread GA podcast, slicing into the GA of the past, present, and future. Join me, Jason Keelan, as we cut into the largest loaf of bread known to mankind. Hello, Diagwitch, Bonjour, Nihao, Konnichiwa, Guten Tag, and Privyat to you all, wherever you're listening in. What started as a message to 10 clubs has now expanded to more than 50 clubs globally from all continents. The journey through Loaf 2 GA Global continues this week as we move on to our next destination in the GA world. So come with me on the GA journey of a lifetime and meet clubs from Canada to Argentina, South Africa to Gibraltar, Bermuda to the North Pole, New Zealand to Kuwait, Knoxville to Qatar and literally everywhere in between. So grab the passports, grab the bags, it's time to go. On Slice 29 this week, I fly from the south of the US up to the western city of Vancouver in the beautiful Canada, one of my favourite places in the world. It is here I meet the gent himself, Patrick Quayle, former Fermanagh goalkeeper and now co-founder of the St Finian's GAA club in the city. We chat all about his time with Fermanagh and Malachy O'Rourke, St Patrick's Dona back home, playing with the ISSC GAA before starting up St Finian's, life in Vancouver, penalty shootout victories, how the Finian name came in, father Ted chats, and much more. But first as usual, let's find our way through the beautiful city of Vancouver on the Canadian west side. Bon soltos. As I arrive in Vancouver, and greeted by the sounds of a man born just down the road, Mr. Michael Bublé. And today is Canadian Thanksgiving Day, so have a great day everybody. Vancouver is located in the state of British Columbia on the western side of Canada. The entire region of Vancouver has about 2.5 million people, with the city having a little over 500,000. Incredibly, and visiting one of the most livable cities in the world, something which Vancouver is famous for. Minorities are quite the majority in many ways, and the ability of all peoples to live without fuss is something that is common to the Canadian way of life for the most part. The city, like most of the US and the Canadian regions, began as a settlement over 8,000 years ago. The original people are known as the First Nations, a variety of groups who lived in the region. It was the Squamish people who first settled here before the major aspects of a true townland began around 1867. Known originally as Gastown, due to the one tavern in the area owned by a man named Jack Dayton from England, better known as Gassy Jack. It was the British explorer George Vancouver who gave the city its name. Vancouver himself was an explorer who was known to have done much of the work discovering the western regions of modern day Canada. It was fellow explorer and trader Simon Fraser who brought the first Europeans to the region. In modern times the city was rebuilt in 1886 after fire engulfed and destroyed most of the area. It was all rebuilt before the city's involvements in the famous gold rushes of different times. The Klondike Gold Rush of 1898 is perhaps the most famous, and one you'll hear down the line soon when we visit Seattle Gales GA on American Thanksgiving Day. In the city today, you will find many things to do and see, starting most likely with one of the biggest parkland areas in all of the North America's Stanley Park. Given Vancouver is constantly in the top cities for cleanliness in the world, It's no surprise that Stanley Park is a must-visit for everybody and a firm favourite spot with the locals. A few hours away is the like-named Vancouver Island. This place I would certainly recommend to anybody. Here you can do everything from kayaking under the stars on a clear night near the area of Eucalette 
to see the famous goats on a roof. Yes, the Coombs country market on the island has in fact created a living space for the goats on the shop roof. Of course, I should mention that the city of Vancouver has its own design scheme of mixing nature and high-rise known as Vancouverism. Part of the plan is to make the city the greenest on earth over the coming years. Film and production are big in Vancouver. Some TV shows and films you may not have known that were shot in the area, or at least partly shot, were the likes of Superman and Lois, Titanic, TV shows House and Pretty Little Liars, and this absolute classic. Some famous names from the area include actor and funny man Seth Rogen, Goosebumps and Star Wars star Hayden Christensen, musicians Grimes and Carly Rae Jepsen, and this man. You may be wondering why the red suit. Well, that's so bad guys can't see me bleed. This guy's got the right idea. Yes, Mr. Deadpool himself, Ryan Reynolds. On the sporting side, the city of Vancouver keeps in with the major activities common across the country. In 2010, the city hosted the Winter Olympics and Paralympics. Today the Rogers Arena is home of most of the major sporting events, but it is the BC Play Stadium that hosts the pro football team of the city, the BC Lions. Founded in 1954, the club has won the finals of the Canada Football League six times, lifting the Grey Cup most recently in 2011. The Vancouver Canucks are the NHL team of choice in the city since their inception in 1970, and to say they take it seriously is perhaps an understatement. In 1994, the Canucks lost to the New York Rangers in the Stanley Cup final, leading to riots in the city not seen since Mick Jagger and the Rolling Stones caused similar ones 22 years before. Thankfully nobody died but one man was left with permanent injuries. The cost of fixing was over a million dollars at the time. Incredibly, it would happen again when the team lost to the Boston Bruins in 2011. This time more than 300 people were prosecuted and 4 people were critically injured. Those who were fans of Placebo should check out their album cover for the 2016 album A Place For Us To Dream. The photo is known as The Kissing Couple and shows Alexandra Thomas and Scott Jones embracing mid-riot on the ground, although the true story of the photo is apparently slightly different. It's still a great photo. Other pro teams include the lacrosse side, the Warriors, the cricket side, the Knights, and the soccer team, the Whitecaps, who boasted the name of Scottish international Kenny Miller and their squad when I was there. In recent times, they were also responsible for unleashing Bayern Munich pace merchant Alfonso Davies to the world too as he was their player of the year in 2018. In terms of the GEA, the city currently has clubs named Aero Vancouver, ISSC, Fraser Valley Gales, JP Rhines, Cucullan and Patrick's Club, St Finians. The Western Championship are extremely competitive and have the benefits of having clubs in many cities and areas who produce teams for both the social element and the on-field battles. St Finians started out as a breakaway of the Irish Sporting and Social Club, ISSC, and had an incredible 60 at their first training session. Unfortunately, the fairy tale year one didn't finish the way they wanted as they lost out narrowly to Fraser Valley Gales in the decider. But the juniors did win the Vancouver Championship, and today they also boast perhaps the best name of any sponsor going. Local construction recruitment firm, a few good lads, adorn the incredible strip of maroon that the club possesses. Can't beat a good maroon jersey, of course. And so let's meet one of the good lads. I'll let this man tell you more about it all though. Who better to ask than a man who has played in goals for Fermanagh? So let's meet the gentleman himself, former Fermanagh shot stopper and Man United fan also, Patrick Quayle, 
and find out all about St Finian's GEA in Vancouver. Hey Patrick. Jason, how are you? Not too bad, how are things? Grand man, grand. How's all of you? Yeah, how's all in Vancouver? Ah, hundred percent. We're all a bit tired this morning, Jason. We were out uh, we were out doing the, the darkness into light there this morning. So. Oh yeah. How did that go for you? Grand, yeah. There was there was a really good turnout. Well the the top is nice though, in fairness. Yeah, it's not too bad now. The the, the club gear is 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 definitely one of the nicer ones out there. Um, yeah. And what brought you out to Vancouver? How long are you out there? Um, I'm out here now, actually seven years at the end of May. So right. we here in May 2014. So yeah, it's like we only came out here for maybe a year, two max. And, mm. uh, you know, fell in love with the place. We're, we're married now and have, have two kids. So Quite we're, so. uh, we're so we've we've both really good um really good professional jobs and everything so um yes doesn't uh doesn't look like we're moving home soon but it is on the cards i think it is on the yeah. cards you do have you do have an umbrella over your head protecting you from the sun so there's no reason to come home to be honest so. i know yeah, I, I, <laughs> up there in case there's a bit of glare it's, ah, yeah. it's a bit of sunshine here ah yeah no it's not, not not too bad is that a is that a seahawks at you or what is it yeah seattle seahawks yeah are you a fan or Ah, yeah, yeah, I would, I would watch it because the um, the first it would be the first February we were here, so February twenty fifteen, the Seahawks got into the Super Bowl, and uh, because Vancouver and Seattle are very close together, it's yeah, the the, the Vancouverites just take over the Seahawks as one of their own, you know. So the place yeah. was buzzing, and uh, of course, ever since ever since then, because like I would have the only game I would have watched in NFL back home would have been the Super Bowl, yeah. you know. But uh, kind of religiously watch the Seahawks now every every you know Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever whatever yeah. day they're on. That's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, no, one of my mates is a massive Seahawks fan. That's why I spotted the. I'm yeah. I'm, lear- I'm learning the game very slowly. I took up Denver Broncos as my team because it was the first uh, it was the first stadium in America that I was ever sort of outside, and I said they'll do oh. fine. Uh, now to be honest, I know feck all about the game, but uh, yeah, I, I do like watching it. In fairness, I just I haven't quite grasped the entire uh all the rules and everything i usually say i usually ruin the game for people by texting and go why was that why was that a penalty or why why is that given you know so i'm one of those you know gobshites that nobody nobody likes to have in the group <laughs> but hey it's 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 weird like because there are so many rules in it uh, like yeah. it it would unless you were brought up with it like it would be it would be a bit daunting to try and find out what the hell was going on like yeah, they are so close. Like, because I remember we got the bus from Vancouver to Seattle. Like, it was, it was brilliant. Yeah, they're literally like yeah. stones well, apart. Like, I think the bus is like what four hours. I think. Yeah, and then if you're if you're driving in a car, like uh, depending on how busy the border crossing was, let's say you'd get down there in probably two in a yeah. car. So pretty it's close. Like, bad. see, it's quicker than getting from Mullingar to Dublin sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So that's it. But, yeah. Uh, what was uh what was your footballing back like back home before you went out? Uh, footballing back home, yeah, it was it was pretty. You no, know, um, very very small little village is my club back home in Fermanagh, um, St Patrick's Dona. Hmm. Um, you know we 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 have a senior team and a junior team and 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 good underage teams always. Uh, you know for the size of the place that that we're from, we always had a really good crop of players like all the time. You know, yeah, and uh, we. This we kind of had this golden generation there, but 
10 years ago kind of lasted for about i'd say six six or seven years um you know we had we had typically a lot of county boys as well um and then in 2008 we won our first senior championship uh in fermanagh which uh which was amazing like an absolute like i i still i still talk about it to this day it's like (laughs) one of the best life you know Um, and it 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 does it sticks with you like you'll never forget it never forget it and i think that's yeah so great because like you know you it's an amateur organization. You don't get paid for it. You do it for mm. the love of it. And it's, uh, and and you do it for days like that. And even if you only get one of them in your life, it, it doesn't bother me. I, I've, yeah. I've experienced uh, I, I, once is enough. It's grand. Yeah. It's one, it's one more than a lot of people might get in their lifetime as well. So yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's, you, you have to, you have to feel very lucky, like, you know, cause mm. especially with the whole of the club that, you know, you're, your uh that team like that team from 2008 can now be kind of forever immortalized which is yeah which is fantastic part of it and it's uh you know um you'll never be forgotten i suppose <laughs> yeah. but uh, the, the i think the memories is 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 way better than anything else like you know if if uh if somebody come up to me now and says that you could you know relive that day jeez i'd bite their hand off like you know <laughs> from yeah. the start of it that's so, brilliant um, yeah fantastic now but yeah uh, yeah the back home is good like Fermanagh is not really known for its prowess on on the football pitch like but um we uh we still have good quality good good clubs and everything the the standard's really high um and I think the the club scene is only getting better and better because like mm. I do still keep in touch with with a few boys back home and and uh always keep an eye on the scores and everything from the other clubs so it's uh the, the they're they're going well, like, and and the good thing about it is, is that like Derek Onley, um, was kind of had like its domination there period yeah. for a while. They won five senior titles in a row, and and Edirne, uh, they they actually won their first title there last year, the first in like fifty seven years, I think it was. Mm. So, it's be that happening, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. There's 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 good changes going on back home, which is great to see. Yeah, COVID brought out some bizarre results, I think, all over the country. Anyway, so. Uh... Get, getting the club to win their first, yeah, was was probably a big one. I yeah. suppose. Feed. What was the county experience like then? Yeah, county experience was good. Now, um, it's 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 a completely different kettle of fish. Like yeah. it's, uh, you know, you go in from a kind of, the kind of, you know, uh, not I wouldn't say a slack club feel, but like yeah. definitely county feel. Um, you go in, and uh, I remember the first time I uh, so I was on the county under twenty one team at the time, and and I got called up due to an injury to Chris Breen um, by Malachy O'Rourke. And I remember the under-21 manager telling me that Malachy wanted me to train <laughs> with the with the seniors there tonight instead of the under-21s. And I was like, Jesus, you know, like <laughs> yeah. a bit of a step up, like after winning the, the senior title with with uh, with my club back home. You know, it, it's, it's kind of, you know, a really a really good period, you know, of, of mm. footballing, you know, personally. Um, you go in and you just like you're you're sitting in the dressing room with full of boys that you like you would have looked up yeah. to, or your your own club mates there as well, and you know you're getting the the wink or the nod, like you know, and it's uh, it's grand. Like, and I remember the first first game that I was involved with was a it was a national league game actually, a division division two game I think against uh, division one game, division one game against Monaghan, um, and uh, like that was that was great to see like the whole. Um, the match day setup, you know, 
mm. um, how how things operated. And, you know, you'd go to the hotel in the morning. It was a completely professional feel. Like, you know, you'd go to the Manor House Hotel down there in Enniskillen. Here, um, they didn't bring you to hotels, no? That's terrible. Uh, I, I know, I know, I know, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, you'd go and you'd meet at the hotel, you'd have a bit of a breakfast and you'd get the bus. You know, you'd drive past, you'd drive past Brewster Park, like where you're yeah. going to be playing in a couple of hours, go to the hotel and then drive back. <laughs> You know, uh, yeah. but different world. Uh, it's a completely different world, like yeah. completely different world, and it's it's only got it's only got more professional. You know, since since back then, that was like what ten years ago now, hmm. um, over ten years. So it's 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 border. It is bordering on like full on professional. The commitment that them boys are are doing now is, is outrageous. Like you know, you'd hear boys doing like. You know, between work and GAA, there's probably ninety six hours, and you know they're yeah. they're committing them. You know, and um, boys doing long distances traveling back to their counties. Boys working in Dublin, and you know it's mad. Like, hmm. is there? Uh, you haven't had any fans uh, breaking into Brewster Park, uh, setting up packards against the owners of Fermanagh or anything yet? No, been oh, a United no. fan. <laughs> no, 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 none, none whatsoever. If if there was, it'd be. Uh, It'd be something like you know, uh, just just give us an Ulster title. You know, we 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 burn up. Um, I think I think that's that's once we get that monkey off our back, maybe you'll start to see boys invading pitches and fields and all. Yeah. You know, you get the tape wanted again, but um, ah no, it's it, it it would be it would be great to see. It's actually very funny you brought that up because the the boys that I was out walking this morning with the, for the darkness into light um walk. Uh, couple other Fermana boys um, I have to give them a shout out as well they told me Kier, Kier <laughs> McGoldrick Niall McGuire the boys by Skinner he actually ran um, what is it he ran from Burnaby which is about 11k okay um, Daisy got up at half two but it was three o'clock and then he ran in so um, I just thought I'd, I'd get that shout out for him okay. he'd be devastated <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah no we were just saying it there this morning that you know, it'd be it'd be great to see Fermanagh win an Ulster title, and mm. and you know, by, by a growing men saying that they'd be balling their eyes out, you know, saying that if 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 they could witness it. Um, and well, we, uh, we had that of... here, we had that here in Westmead in 04. We had many many a grown man balling their eyes out. So I'd say so. Like it must be some buzz. Yeah. Like mm. even... it'd be nice. It'd be nice if it just wasn't once in a lifetime, though, because like you know, a couple of years time we'd be celebrating the twentieth anniversary of that, like and. Oh yeah, that's right. My goodness, yeah. Yeah, so you know, it would be nice to have another one. <laughs> it would be, yeah, it yeah. would be. But like, unfortunately, Dublin's in your province, like. <laughs> yeah, which doesn't really help too much. Although, yeah, I don't know if we need to get past our first hurdle and our second hurdle before we start even considering Dublin these days. So, um, but yeah, when you went out, when yeah. you went out actually to uh to Vancouver, what was the Irish setup like? Um, back in twenty fourteen. Jason, it, it, to be honest, there, there was quite a few Irish about, and mm. uh, I think I, we we were only here three days, and I had already went to training with the the ISSC. Um, they're they're the first and and, and longest GEA club here in in Vancouver. Yeah, I've they heard, I've heard them, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> they're, they're they're a big outfit, like um, and you know the. The actual participation numbers back then wasn't high at all. Okay. Like the first train I went to, there was only like nine, nine or ten at it. Like, <clears throat> and uh, you know, I'd 
hopefully I'd be, uh, I wouldn't be victimized if I said that there was a few of the older lads there, you know, <laughs> there, there wasn't really that, I was probably the youngest lad there yeah. at, at 20, hmm. 25, 26. So, um, but yeah, like it, it, I, I, I've seen it, I've seen it grow. Like in 2014, uh, Fraser Valley Gales then um, formed uh, another club. So they were just getting their, their, their feet uh, off the ground then in, in that regard. Uh, then two years later, Aerog, uh Vancouver, yeah. they, they, they popped up. They were a breakaway club from the SSC as well. A few of the, few of the old lads from, from the SSC, they, they yeah. broke off and, and made, made a club of their own. Which was very good to see. Like you know, at the end of the day, you want you want more competition. You don't yeah. you don't want playing against yourselves like all mm. the time. And which is which is what it was. Like yeah, the boys would be you know making a tournament against themselves like all all summer, and you're <laughs> thinking to yourself, you're like you, you couldn't get lose. up for that. Yes, we can't lose. Yeah, exactly. You can't lose. Like you, you go up <clears> against <throat> your your teammates in the final and be like, ah, sure, like you win, we will win. So it doesn't yeah. really matter. Um, but. Uh, yeah, no, the, the participation levels have, have steadily grown, but then we, we've noticed since 2018, Jason, the place has just exploded. Absolutely right. exploded. And I don't know whether it was for one particular reason or it was just like uh, the the new generation of people from Ireland, the younger generation, they just want to travel more or, right. or, or you know, ju- just, just come to Canada because I think the Australia was the big thing. You know, Australia was the big thing from like 2010 till about 2014, 2015. And then Australia kind of cooled off and now it's Canada. Like, it, yeah. uh, even Toronto, like, Toronto's full of Irish, full to the British. Um, uh, good, good friends there that have left here and went to Toronto and a few people from Fermanagh that I know are in, on, in Toronto. So, uh, and then the, the Fermanagh participation levels here are, are, are increasing too, which is good because... <laughs> It's always nice to hear a familiar familiar accent back yeah. here. But is the is the Westmead levels increasing at all? I know one lad who's out there, so Westmead. Um yeah, I think uh the one lad I know from Westmead would be Niall O'Carroll, goalkeeper. Um he would have been okay. the goalkeeper with, with myself at, at ISSC. Um I believe he's Westmead. Um I hope <laughs> I hope I haven't got that wrong now <laughs> on record. Yeah. Um you know, uh, been playing with him for for quite a few years, so I should know that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, like there's honestly there's there's people from all over. There's you know, uh, Cork has a really big um uh, number of of lads here as well. Um, the do you, let, are, do you let the Cavan and Monaghan lads in, or do you just put them to one side? Or oh no, they're they're allowed in. They're allowed in, but sure, like you'd wonder how they got here with being so tight. Um. <laughs> 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 uh, who let them in the first place <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like us letting mead lads across the border here you know we're wondering what the hell we're what the hell we're doing letting them in so yeah yeah oh no there's there's definitely good banter now when you when you hear a boy coming down to training and you're asking him where he's from you know there's always something yeah. to be said like matter yeah. where you're from has to, be, has to be done exactly yeah. is did you have any intra- any uh, internationals um ourselves no not right yeah. now uh, but uh we were open to it like it's uh, you know we we actually would would love it like um mm. i do think actually on the ladies team we do have a couple of canadian girls wanting to try it which is okay. fantastic mm. um and and i think what'll happen is if 
you know, if if that if our ladies teams grow uh, like that, and and the Canadian participation level increases, you know, you'll you'll end up seeing like trends of their partners wanting to join yeah. in as well. They they'll come up through the the men's teams as well. Um, you know, get their get their bearings uh, and everything with with the game. So yeah, we 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 love we love it. Like we're we're very proud of of the game. You know, mm. like and and. And uh, there's a, a, a big residential community over there, like a private community. You go out there, you can buy a house there. It's not, you know, solely for students. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, people would be walking by with their kids and, you know, they'd be asking fellas in between drills, you know, oh, what's what's this game like? You know, this looks fantastic. And uh, I, I actually remember one one moment from last year, there was a guy out walking his dog and he actually made his dog sit beside him on the bench and watch the whole game. And at the end of the game, when we blew the whistle at the cool down, he got up and he clapped. Like, wow. So he, he, he was just like, he was in awe of the game. I know yeah. these are by, you, you can imagine if it was a county setup, he was looking at, he probably, <laughs> he would have yeah. fell yeah. off. <laughs> um, so like if, if, uh, if he was saying that for our standards, you know, there's something, something to be said, but um, we, we, we love that. Like we, yeah, you know, it's 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 great, and and if we could get more international players playing, you know, at the end of the day, we're in Canada, so like, yeah, we have to be accommodating. So, um, and I think that's one of the the values of the club as well is that like we're all inclusive. So, um, uh, it it, it would be, it would be great. It would be great yeah. if we got some um internationally uh, involved with the club in that regard. Yeah. So all inclusive except for Monaghan and Cavan. They just put that out there as well. So yeah, it, it, they have to pay the toll, you know. Um, <laughs> and they won't pay uh, that either. And, and, and you see, they won't pay it. So like, it's it 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 takes the it takes the guilt away from us, you know. Yeah. I I, sh- I should apologize to the girls from Chris or Loft. They're listening who were on the podcast a few weeks back. I'm sorry, ladies. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've just I've just been I've just saying what what has to be said, you know. Um, <laughs> I should ask as well, actually, uh, just since the jersey and stuff is there, I ask all the clubs, how are you fixed for sponsorship? Is it a bit easier in like a big city like Vancouver? Um, it, it, yeah, it, it can be. Um, I, I guess it's like everywhere else. It's who you know. Um, mm. it, it's, uh, it's a lot about connections and stuff. Um, are the, the, the founding members of the club, like the, who were the, the committee last year, um, we all got together and we, we kind of did, decided like how how would we be able to pitch the club to somebody to to throw a few grand in you know yeah um so we kind of came up with this scheme like it was a different level scheme and and this is what you got for this amount and this is you know all, all that sort of stuff so we we approached a few ones uh we approached um our, our senior team sponsors is is called uh, a few good lads um which is which is pretty awesome like uh they're a construction recruitment firm um the owners are a lad from cork and a lad from sheffield in england nice. so uh it was a great mix and, and they're both brilliant lads um shane and matt um so they 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 came in we we met them one night down in uh Mahney's there by the water at false creek uh for a few like we, we only said we'd go for one i yeah. think we ended getting about six or seven pints in and uh they had a look they said you know the old usual stuff ah sure we'll take it away and have yeah. a look at it we'll get back to you and sure in days time they couldn't wait to get involved which was fantastic for us yes. because um it helps it helps like 
get the club off the ground. That that main hurdle of getting a senior sponsor um is is fantastic. And you know, you kind of nail down, okay, there's there's the set of jerseys. We're not gonna go out and topless, you know, we're not gonna be skinny. <laughs> um so that that was great. And then uh Owen Toomey, uh the the vice chairperson here, um his company sponsored the junior team, uh okay. PML. So uh, that was great as well. Uh, we we went retro with that one with a bit of a, a hoop feel. It, oh yeah, the look class as well. Okay. I must send you a picture of that. But um, and then we have Express Recruitment as well for our ladies sponsors. Um, again, uh, another committee member, Connor Doyle, uh, <laughs> knew a lady from from that firm and mm. approached her because her her company kind of deals with um you know ladies coming in that looking for office admin work which okay. which would have been a good but for for new new ladies joining the team because like we could have put her in in touch with express recruitment which could help with employment so yeah um it we kind of had uh, a motive against any any decision that we were doing we kind of wanted it to be you know valuable to the club and valuable to our members as well um so that makes sense it, yeah that, yeah that, that was fantastic so um, yeah, the, actually, we we were pretty lucky in in that regard that we got the three sponsors. You kind of signed up pretty pretty quick. Mm. Um, from Echo, I'd say it was all kind of finalized by by mid January, and then uh, the the real work with sending over uh, the rep here from O'Neill's per James uh, about a hundred different emails about saying, "Can you do this? Can you do that with the jersey? Yeah. Can you do this?" Um, but yeah, no, it it, it was actually. You know, we we got very lucky in that regard. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's good, I suppose, in uh, in many ways, because I've had clubs who've come on already. Like I just think of the uh, the ladies out in Nafina in uh, in Ho Chi Minh City in Vietnam. Like you know, basically their tagline was, you know, we need balls. It was essentially their tagline. So yeah, right. it's having the sponsor, I suppose. Wow. Yeah, it makes makes all the difference. So yeah, geez, yeah, no, definitely, we we were we were super lucky now in that regard. So we yeah. we um. We can't complain, and uh, they're all on board again for for this year, which is fantastic. Oh, happy days, yeah. When you mentioned Manny's yeah. as well, is that a is that the local to go to after games to drown the sorrows or celebrate? Um, it it wouldn't have been, but uh, that night it was uh, it was a really nice day, and uh, <laughs> now I say it was a really nice day. It's by the water, and we ended up sitting inside. So yeah, but yeah. like <laughs> we have to be we have to be thick about the thing, yeah. but. Uh, uh, the the go to for us uh, like our we we got a pub sponsor as well you know for for going in after games and and you know having our startup meetings and everything for new mm. members to come down and sign a waiver and all that sort of crack so that was uh, the Dublin Gate um okay. I think they you your yourself was was in Whistler so you were probably at the yeah. Whistler pub um, yeah so they down here in in the Lower Mainland as well uh just down by Main and Terminal. So we approached them. Uh, we went in and pitched to them, like what we could offer and how many members we could bring in and and what we could bring in money wise. Um, and and yeah, they they took us on. They sponsored us. We we had some good nights in there. And of course, the pandemic hit. Yeah. Uh, it actually closed on March sixteenth. Oh, really? Uh, last year, a day before Paddy's Day, which is heartbreaking. Um, yeah. And, and and unfortunately, it hasn't opened since. It's foreclosed. So that location's gone. That's a pity. Uh, you say you say down beside Main and Terminal is Terminal is that the where the cruise boats go? No, main, no. Uh, Terminal 
it would be where the Terminal Sky train station would be down by Science World. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I was just no terminal. I thought because I remember I remember getting on the cruise ship to Alaska. No, that was my my way out of Vancouver the first time I went out and then came back again. So, wow, yeah, yeah. I, I, that I, I thought that Canada place. Yeah, that's Canada right. Place. Yeah, yeah. I thought no, yeah. I heard ter- terminal. I kind of thought maybe it's the boat terminal. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I've got strange memories of Vancouver. I won't lie; like it was amazing. But I, mm-hmm. my kind of standout memory, the day that we were heading to Alaska, we were going up to Alaska on the cruise ship. This is the most bizarre one ever. But the, the main actor guy from that TV show, Glee. Corey oh, yeah. Monteith, yeah, yeah. I think was his name. He died in the hotel right across the street from where we were staying. And it was like this chaos and news teams. And I was like, we're only going to Alaska, lads. Like, you don't have to send out the news crew to us, you know, but um. <laughs> But yeah, it turned out after we got on the boat, then we uh, we heard that it was it was him that was in the hotel and he had died. So I was like, I can right. still draw a picture of where it was like and I can mm. draw you the hotel and everything. It's very weird. It's very it's surreal that that's kind of my standout memory of Vancouver, really, which is a, yeah. just yeah. kind of the reason I have to go back again, you know, just to just to make exactly. sure that I didn't miss any of uh, it the first time. Yeah. You have to come out and bring your boots and come yeah. to uh, a training session with us. Yeah, I probably if you actually saw me as opposed to just on the camera, like I probably I probably run about I'd say somewhere between eight and ten meters and I'd probably collapse and die. But uh Yeah. No, no, not at all, not at all. We'll uh, we'll we'll have you kicking balls, spraying it all over the place in no time. I'll bring my brother. My brother's kicked my brother's won the county title here, so I'll bring him instead. He might be more used to it, to be honest. So <laughs> um sure. I have to ask as well, I know there's a there's a US uh, games is there a canadian games or anything have, have the teams expanded enough to to play in that yeah so the the north american championships is always held mm. in the united states and, and that's where the the clubs from here would would have went and that would have been the big trip away yeah uh you know and, that, and that's the one that you would look forward to because you know it's it's a three or four day weekend and yeah. you get the and see it's great crack um so canada gaa had brought in Again, just before the pandemic hit, I think it was like January or February, they had announced that uh, they were doing an all-Canadian GEA championship as well, which was going to be held in Toronto um, every September, which was there to rival, basically, the North Americans in the US. So that, unfortunately, you know, fell victim to the pandemic uh, last year. And there about, I think, month, a month or so ago, maybe six weeks, they they announced again that, of course, they weren't going ahead with it because Ontario uh, has been absolutely, you know, devoured by that virus. Like, it's it's oh, really okay. bad. And, you know, like they're, I think at the peak, they were getting like thousands of cases of day, a day. And, 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 you know, unfortunately, people were dying in large amounts yeah. too. So, um, I think having, you know, clubs from all over the country come in and, you know, bring with with it the the risk of the virus yeah. um it, it like it would it would never have been going ahead so mm. unfortunately for canada ga it's it's like it's pinnacle you know championship hasn't been able to even start yet yeah. but it's it's something to look forward to because like again it's a trip to toronto um the the distance between vancouver and toronto you might as well be going home <laughs> no, um yeah. you know you, you might you might need a day or two to get over the jet lag uh yeah I remember that flying. I remember flying to Vancouver, right, from London, and uh, and just going, uh, oh, geez, look, we're over Canada. Like, there's, you know, Newfoundland or whatever. And it was like, yeah, we're about halfway there, if even halfway there. Like, yeah. <laughs> unbelievable. Why do it was like until you're flying over, yeah. really? Yeah. 
it's absolutely yeah the but yeah like definitely maybe next year like uh the, we, we get playing in it um the, the pandemic is kind of you know it's screwing up my football career the clock's yeah. ticking on me like I'm, I'm 33 now so i'd like to i'd like to have the knees last another while and <laughs> and get through another couple of seasons before i have to hang them up but um yeah, yeah not too be, bad. Be... I'm I'm 34 and a bit, and I hung up my boots a long time ago. So, <laughs> oh god, yeah, no, it's it's like even last year, Jason, like the just the way that everything just shut down. I was thinking to myself, Christ, like if this is what it is to be retired from football and not yeah. having it, I don't like I'll yeah. be playing into me. <laughs> you um, weren't you weren't but... even get the testimonial or anything if the pandemic stayed along, were you? I know, I know. It would be like right. That's it. Good luck. Um, yeah. we're, we're closing the dressing rooms and not coming back but yeah. uh, you want a Peter Schmeichel-esque you know testimonial you know big send off 60,000 people type thing ah yeah sure look yeah, <laughs> you'd expect it and you'd get one person show up <laughs> uh, do you know what if you have one I'll definitely show up I'll make I'll make it my mission uh, I'll turn uh, up so don't worry don't worry I'll, I'll, de- I'll definitely be there Bring the camera and the, and the microphone and all. Make it a big spectacle. <laughs> I will, yeah. We'll, we'll broadcast it live to whatever one other person decides to watch it uh, online. So um, I have to ask as well, I suppose. I know the Canadian games, all that are cancelled. But um, in, in the actual playing days pre-COVID, uh, who were the main? Were Vancouver, Vancouver, Aero Oak the main rivals? Or who was it? Who is it? Um, well, I, I suppose when... When all of us were were um, playing with the ISSC, the main rivals would have been Fraser Valley, okay. um, and of course, we we broke away from from the ISSC and and formed St Finian. So last year we were able to get uh, a few games played. We were actually able to get a Vancouver Championship played, albeit uh, off a smaller scale. Yeah. Uh, so we we kind of skipped the league format of the championship and just went into like you know a semi-final kind of like one one game and you're out type thing no, no harm so, in that no harm in that Westmead are no, actually getting hockeyed by Galway here today in the league so I'm quite happy to cancel yeah. the league at this stage <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like you, you, you think uh, a league structure and a championship structure is all grand and dandy until your, yeah. your team's out and oh, let's 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 yeah. throw in the towel now yeah but um, yeah no uh Last year now, with with a lot of us coming from the ISSC, uh, we 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 kind of we we kind of had that rivalry born just out of that with the ISSC. So yeah. we we mad, we were mad to get playing them, and we were mad to get beating them, obviously. So um, uh, we we did meet them. In fact, we 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 met them in the semi final of of the championship, and it ended. It actually ended a draw after sixty right. minutes, one one nine apiece. And it just went straight to penalties, and then uh, we we won on penalties. Um, so thankfully, we scored more nice. than them, and uh, it 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 was it, it was it was actually it was great. Like it was a great finish. There's a few videos floating about. Um, oh yeah, I, definitely take those yeah. if they're going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I I may send some on here, yeah. but uh, it's uh it, it it was it was cracking. But the thing the thing with it is that like. When we formed the club, it was never it was never down to like oh um it was never it's just us you know screw mm. everyone else it's just yeah. us and um, we're we're not that type of club like we don't want it wanted to ever get like that so we were still respectful and everything and and you know yeah because at the end of the day you're you're playing against your mates like yeah I I played the ICC for six years so i i know a lot of boys there and and still very good friends with them so like mm. definitely no malice from from our end but 
you know, in, in saying that you've you have moved away, you have made a club yeah. off Europe, and there there is just that natural rivalry that's just born out of that, like just overnight, you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it, it was it was it was good to get to get one over on them, yeah. you know, especially. Um, and then we played Fraser Valley then in in the final of uh, the Vancouver Championship, and unfortunately we got beat by two points. But like for a club that had just been formed, uh, had just like the fifteen on the p- field for the first time, we gelled really well together. We played some great football, and uh, you know only to get beat by two two points by a yeah. club that was already, you know, uh, in, in and... yeah like a well established yeah. club for eight years already at that point you know that's that's very good like you know so um yeah. i think we're, we're we're heading in the right direction which is fantastic you know yeah it definitely uh definitely sounds very very promising um when you're when you said as well you were like uh keeping in touch kind of with the the lads and stuff at home do you still watch the sunday game and all that or how does it work for you time wise oh absolutely like uh how how I would do it is the time difference actually kind of suits us over here with being eight hours behind. Yeah. Um, a lot of throw-ins are at like you know five in the morning, seven, and nine. Um, and then you usually have like maybe a Saturday night game at home, which is seven p.m., which is eleven a.m. Mm. here. Like it it actually works perfect with me. Like I I have I have two small children, and. Uh, the only one that would probably, well, maybe the 9 a.m. one and the 11 a.m. one, if I don't get them outside, they're absolutely tearing the walls down. Um, <laughs> so the the early the early throw-ins are, are a gift to me, like, because, you know, you can sit there, you can watch it on GA Go. I think mm. GA Go is an absolutely fantastic outlet for anyone that's living abroad. Um, I know some people say it's expensive or whatever, but, like, at the end of the day, you're getting... You're, you're basically getting the same service as somebody sitting at home on the couch yeah. um, and uh, the, the spot on the streams are really good and they're they're accurate and and there's no lagging or anything like that there so that's that's how I would keep up with everything I'd just watch everything through Diego um obviously I keep an eye on Twitter and stuff like and yeah. you know for some reason Jason they never really they, they don't put Fermanagh games on all the time and I don't know why so I kind of have to keep to keep an eye on Twitter you know for that sort of thing yeah, we have we have some issues with that on Westmead. Although we were impressed in fairness today to get the first like GA game since COVID, you know, back today, and we actually scored the first point of the pre-post COVID era, uh, which was nice. I really wanted the referee to blow up after the first score, but uh, unfortunately, Galway decided they weren't having it and knocked five <laughs> five thirty four past us here in Mullingar today, which was nice. So, oh yeah, Mike, wow. Yeah, you're, wow. better, you're better off not watching the highlights. It's a lot easier if you don't. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, you'll have to get a you have to get Fermanagh TV or something onto it. Westmead TV, in fairness to them now, did a cracking job during the COVID of showing the club matches. It was actually brilliant. Um, yeah. So yeah, if they kept the county games going on it as well, that would be ideal. But of course, I think the I think the rights are fairly sewn up to those games by now. So um, that's. I'll ask I asked this to every club there's a few questions I asked every club and then there's a few I can ask you actually that I haven't asked many because obviously not everyone who's come on played for their county kind of that kind of thing so some of the questions are kind of like maybe it's easier if I don't ask them like about Marty Morrissey and stuff so but I can ask you a lot of these so it'll suit um, but I ask every club who their stereotypical Irish lunatic is at their club because every club in the world has one 
there is there is one it's funny like again talking to the boys this morning on the walk we we actually pinpointed it we were like who is who is our club yeah. lunatic um and uh again he'll 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 probably go mad for for me naming him That's but uh, his name is Cal. he's a man from Kerry and uh he he's the first man at training because he shows up about an hour before and does about 14,000 laps um he's uh he, he's just one of them by that just doesn't know when to stop like okay. you know uh, uh he's mad after a few cans and you're just guaranteed an absolute reckless night with okay. him uh, so put, put it into this context Jason right everyone this morning went for a nice wee you know jaw or we jog or we run or we walk there this morning just from a yeah. beach to beach here in the day to watch the sunrise Kelvin for darkness into light ended up hiking up the snow in Mount Seymour to the top and watching through his Instagram videos like not prepared not a, not a snowshoe about the place just you know tights and a pair of shorts and away up he goes and uh, straight into the fog on top of the mountain so that that's the that's the kind of lunatic we're talking about so okay um he fits the bill uh, anyway that's for sure yeah yeah no he does he does for sure i'm sure I'm, honestly i'm sure i'm probably letting another few boys off the hook by saying that but yeah de- definitely calvin stands out that's good yeah what's he like on the pitch then an absolute machine a machine okay. he was one, like he had just joined the club last year obviously with us only being formed and everything and, and like i hadn't known him before i think he was just here uh, in, in the country not long as well um but my God, like he, I know it's an old cliche, you know, the by covering every blade of grass, but he did mm. like in, in both those games, like he didn't stop, didn't stop, didn't stop. And, you know, you can't, you, you need someone like that. You need somebody yeah. to like keep, keep you going like that. And that doesn't stop and everything. So like, I can't, I can't fault him on the pitch, but an absolute maniac <laughs> off it. So he's the, he's the Mick, o, Mick O'Dwyer of Vancouver then essentially. That's it. That's it. Oh, he, he was, <laughs> Loved Mick O'Dwyer training sessions back in the day. He'd be yeah. eating them up. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember uh, I Johnny Doyle on there a few weeks ago, and I remember him, Mick, he was telling me about Mick O'Dwyer tra- training sessions. Right? And I remember seeing a few clips and stuff online. They they looked horrendous. Like, he's the only, you know, been run up and down the curra, like, away from me. Like, the only thing run up and down the curra is whatever horse I'm putting my money on, like a Paddy Power. Like, I don't, I don't care yeah. about anyone else running up and down it. Yeah, it's uh, what are your training sessions like, actually, now that I mention it? Uh, the training sessions are actually not too bad. Um, mm-hmm. they're uh, last year we we kind of had um, uh, Connor Doyle do do a lot of them, which was great. Um, okay. he, he he's our fitness fella, so um, yeah, it was all on, on honestly, it was all ball work, which was great. It, yeah. you got a lot more eye in from that, but like it was all like tough drills with with the ball. Like there was a lot of running involved. There was mm-hmm. a lot of tackling. Um, for the first few training sessions that we were allowed back, it was non-contact, which kind of hindered it a little bit because yeah. the the health officer here kind of just was like, you know, y- you can train, but just don't be mixing or, you mm. know, in, in close contact. So um, once we were able to do close contact and then get into games, we kind of just did all kind of game preparation drills, which which kind of helped then for the championship. But um, yeah, no, I, I, I actually remember the training session, the, I think it was the Wednesday before the the championship final, and just lads just started to go down like like flies, like boys going down with like um, tight hamstrings and and boys going over on their ankles, and even myself. I don't know what I did in the warm up, but I completely like 
I must have I must have done something to me back. It just started to spasm, and I'm thinking, oh Christ. <laughs> um, so they all started to to fall like flies. So I was like telling Connor, stop, 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 and Connor was just laughing, you know. So. Um, <laughs> But it wasn't even that hard of a training session. That's why. So, like, he was laughing at me because, like, what are you talking about? Like, it's it's nothing. But, uh, but yeah, the the, the training sessions are, are are great. And like, we we've been starved of football. Like, we mm. the last time the last time Finians was was on a was on a pitch was September nineteenth last year. All right. So okay. that's it's a long time ago now. So uh, yeah, that that would have been the last time now, and we we haven't. We haven't got together actually as a full unit since then. Um, few of us meet up here and there, but like, uh, COVID kind of took its hold on on BC here over mm. over the winter, and the last couple of months, like we were getting over a thousand cases a day there. Um, about two or three weeks. Yeah. Um, so, uh, they, they they definitely tightened the ship a wee bit there, and and uh, we're we're just. Hope hoping now that after May twenty fifth that the restrictions can kind of loosen, you know. Yeah. So we'll hmm. what 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 the story is after that. Yeah, that's good, Jeff. Um, no, it sounds like you're <clears throat> pretty well well established club, club. In fairness, I have to ask as well. Actually, just out of curiosity, where the Saint Finian name comes from? Do you know? So I'll I'll tell you a little bit of a backstory from from the actual conversation of how the right, club so. came about. And I hope I'm not uh, skewering it for Oshin Doyle. Oshin Doyle and Owen Toomey, our, our chairperson and vice chairperson, were were walking the the seawall, I think, over in North Van, and over a coffee, they decided that like we were getting way too high numbers at ISSC. Um, the the city needed another club. And uh, I think just from then the the idea was born, and then they approached another few lads that wanted to help with with forming the club. Um, Sinfinians uh, was was something that came about from uh, both Oshin and Owen, um, I believe. Don't know the full story and why it it was chosen, but uh, just for the sake of this podcast, I'm going to say Owen's middle name is Finian. So I think oh, it's wow. a complete, I think it's a complete and utter vanity project for for Owen Toomey. So, um, uh, and in no way is he a saint. So, uh, it could be ironic as well. But uh, okay. no, uh, <laughs> it, that's the, that's it's, the story uh, we'll stick with. So yeah, yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll stick with that. We'll stick with that. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, that's a that's probably the best explanation or reasoning for naming a club that I've come across in all all the clubs so far on the list here beside me. I think that's my favorite backstory of yeah. how the club got us yeah regardless of whether it's true or not i don't really care i'm, I'm gonna stick with that <laughs> one i like i like that one definitely yeah um the last few questions i have are um they're kind of well quick fire in inverted commas they're not really you don't have to answer that fast but um is there a, a song karaoke song of choice that the club has on a night out karaoke song um not really i know uh i know sean south gets sang a lot when the boys are together so let's let's go let's go with one side. <laughs> okay, we'll take that one. So definitely, yeah. Uh, would you be more of a Marty Morrissey or Des Cahill fan? Oh, I'm definitely Marty Morrissey. Marty Party, yeah. A lot of people yeah. are for Marty. I've had a few for Des, in fairness, though. Uh, yeah. This one could be with St. Finians or back home with Cremana or St. Patrick's. Who's the toughest team you've ever played against in your life? Oh, uh, that has to be Cross McGlen, uh, Cross oh. McGlen Rangers, Armagh. When did you come uh, up we, against we, them? 
we we played them in the Ulster Club Championship back in 2008. Um, it was a really dreary, wet winter's day in November, and uh, they 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 were just a serious outfit, like mm. from from start to finish. Real, it was like a real professional performance from them. Like uh, they beat us thirteen six that day, so it wasn't a hiding. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, <laughs> every every everything everything they did was just like kind of flawless. Like yeah. um, they they weren't panicking they weren't doing anything like out of the ordinary they were just going about their business just getting the ball popping it over the bar hitting it to jamie clark or Ashley mcconville yeah. and i was just kicking the ball out unfortunately so jamie, um, jamie no, clark is like you at the moment he's living a living a life out abroad he's in i think france or somewhere at the moment they always see his instagram full of yeah pictures that's right yeah rs yeah. i think and he, he he's decided to to opt out of the arma setup now for this year so hmm. uh, i guess that's that's you know that's another life too like if you're that good as jamie clark you can actually tell the manager whether you want to play or not so um, yeah. that's that's definitely <laughs> a different life so yeah. you you didn't have that luxury of malachi o'rourke no i didn't i didn't know and uh i like uh as like a child on christmas morning when when malachi would have even spoke to me never mind called me up so um yeah no definitely was, not uh so you never know you're not, not finished yet i wouldn't i wouldn't rule out just yet uh, uh uh, we'll give give one rule out. Um, who would uh, who would you if you gave a uh, Symphonians Vancouver a chance to take on a county team back in Ireland? Who would you most like a shot at? Wicklow. No, <laughs> you're the second person that said Wicklow. Are Wicklow really that bad? <laughs> no, uh, Oshin Dial or chairperson is from Wicklow, and oh, okay, that's okay, I, that's all right. I I want to put him in an awkward position because I know he mm-hmm. loves the club and he loves Wicklow, so like yeah. it's time it's time uh, it's time to choose sides, Oshin. So he, you uh, tell he, tell yeah. him to go back and listen to episode four of the podcast with Davy Burke, uh, his his favorite manager in the world, I'm sure. So, oh, I'd say so. Yeah, I must must get him on to you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Davy was sound now. In fairness, I, I won't lie. Um, the other one, then I'll, I have to go with the ask is a GA famous question since you've you would have plenty of experience. Hats, flags, scarves, or headbands? You can choose one. It has to for me. It has to be a hat because <laughs> it's on your head. Hat, uh, well, yeah, a hat. A hat to me. Hat to me. Uh, for for county teams is two thousand and four when Fermanagh got to the All Ireland uh, semi final. That whole run, like in two thousand four. And like I genuinely think I slept in the green and white hat that summer, so uh, that's that that's what I what I think of when I hear that phrase. Yeah, you were the you were the other side of the the championship that year, I think, because we lost to Derry after winning Leinster. We mm-hmm. got bet by Paddy Bradley and and Co. Um, and I think you were the other. Who did you lose to in the end? You were the other side, I think. Yeah, we we lost to Mayo in the semi final, and I mm. think was it. Was it Mayo? No, Tyrone or Mayo beat Tyrone, and that was on the other side in in the other quarterfinal when we beat Armagh in the quarterfinal. Okay, yeah, like I remember we, we, we got beaten by Derry. I remember there were uh, quite a few of the the teams from Ulster were still left. I think at the time we were we were never really we didn't stand much of a chance. Really, we were out of our depth. I think at that stage, but yeah, I do remember you guys were on the other side. I think of the of the the draw from us anyway. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely made things hard on ourselves that year. I think it was uh, we beat Donegal in uh, Clonus, and then we beat Meath in Brewster Park, and then we played we beat Cork in Croke Park, 
and then it was Armagh and then we played Mayo twice because we drew the first semi-final eight points piece in the mm. first semi-finals um, yeah no like definitely definitely a hat like as I say I didn't take it off that whole summer that whole <laughs> summer it was fantastic nice fantastic I like that one, yeah. Um, have you got a favourite Father Ted episode? Uh, yes, I do, with Father Stack and him being electrocuted with the, glo- with the golf club. Love it. Okay. Uh, uh, he, to me, Father Stack is probably what I'm going to be like when I'm a bit older. Just mm. leave me alone. Is, is that, is that no, there's two of them, Father Stack, Father Finton Stack is the lad played by Brendan Grace. Uh, Father Stone, I think, is who you're on about, is it? Father Stone, that's yeah, him. that is <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. You yeah. just want to be and Father then, Stone yeah. sitting on the couch and not speak a word for twenty four exactly. hours. Exactly, exactly. And then just laid up in bed with the golf club, just glued to the hand. Just <laughs> I take that now. I take a golf club in my hand now. I can't wait till Monday when I get to play again for the first time in God knows how long. Uh, oh try- God, yeah. The lads that <laughs> I feel yeah, with golf clubs here. I can't wait for it now. Uh, I am going to throw you on the spot slightly here, but um, the last question, then there's a few Canadian-themed ones that I uh, I throw out special-themed ones to all the clubs. But the last one that put you on the spot, um, who is the greatest GA player ever in your lifetime? Ooh, that's... Jeez, that's a tough one now. now. You can say yourself, obviously. Oh, God. I'd say, I'd say this podcast would be laughed straight off the air <laughs> if I said that. Um, no... Jeez, it's it's hard it's hard to overlook the Gooch. Like the Gooch mm. was was unbelievable. Like yeah. loved loved watching Kerry, uh, basically for Colin Cooper and yeah. uh, just the way that he was on the field. Like how he would be able to like get in positions to score goals the way he did and 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 score points. Like yeah, it would. I think the only person that would match him would be Cluxton because I'm a goalkeeper myself. But I mm. think I think Colin Cooper kind of edges it for me because he was just fantastic to watch. Okay, yeah, take that one definitely. Yeah. Um, good goalkeeper as well. I was, yeah, my position soccer actually was the same to you before as a goalkeeper, though, which is funny. Um, never never made it as a GA goalie. I'm afraid I was apart from a national school when I won. <laughs> I got I got a medal I think from national school. That's about the height of it. So, uh, the last uh, questions then are. Canadian teamed one. So you 50-50 choice in them all. Don't worry, it's not a history, a history test or anything. So uh, right. you'll, you'll, you'll see you'll see how stupid they are in a second. So uh and then there's one that has no Canadian links whatsoever. It's just one I couldn't resist asking. So uh the first one that right. you can choose between uh going to Whistler uh or going up the stairway to heaven walk in Fermanagh. Uh stairway to heaven. The mountains, nice like that. Yeah, on, on, on a good day, on a good day. Oh, yeah, not, not a shitty day. No, I'm sorry, I should have put that in. Yeah, good day only. Yeah, uh, <laughs> second one then, uh, Canadian maple syrup or Heinz ketchup? That has to be ketchup. Ketchup, okay. Uh, let me see where am I? Uh, Ryan Reynolds, Canadian Ryan Reynolds or Kerry man Michael Fassbender? Ryan Reynolds, okay, take that. Uh, I haven't been to this place, but I'm, I've looked it up. I'm dying to go to it. Uh, Niagara Falls in Canada or Ruga, Fo- Ruga Waterfall in Fermanagh? <laughs> Is that how it's pronounced? Niagara. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
it's it's close. Like I can't even pronounce it myself, so I'm not even going to attempt it. But I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. So yeah, um, no Niagara Falls. Right. As as, <laughs> as a primary school teacher, I just went phonics. I just went Ruga. That'll do. I'll just go Ruga. See what happens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one then, uh, Stanley Park or the Phoenix Park in Dublin. Oh, uh, Stanley Park. Unfortunately, it's just yeah. beautiful down there. Yeah, it is a class of fairness. Uh, the next one, few interesting ones here. Uh, Canadian legend Michael J. Fox or Tipperary hurling legend Pat Fox? Mm. Pat Fox. Pat Fox. Okay, it's a great Pat Fox. Yeah. Uh, Canadian comedian legend Jim Carrey or Kilkenny legend DJ Carrey? Uh, DJ Carrey, it has to be like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Legend. Uh, this one, now you'd want to be careful with your answer for this one. So, uh, Canadian. Superstar in inverted commas Justin Bieber or Mullingar's finest Niall Horan. Oh gosh, that's that's like a no-win situation there, Jason. But I'll um, say Niall Horan. Good. Okay, you're <laughs> all right. Good. Yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah, his father lives down the road here, so you'd be getting you'd be hung up fairly oh, quick now. Said otherwise. So uh, yeah. this one then has no Irish link whatsoever, but I just couldn't resist it since you are in the home of ice hockey, as they say. Uh, the Vancouver Canucks or the 1992 Mighty Ducks. Uh, the Canucks. The Canucks. The Canucks. Oh, I would have gone straight for the Mighty Ducks, one of the greatest films ever. I would say. Yeah, I know that's true. Like, but like, God love the Canucks. They need all the support they can get at the minute. <laughs> take that so definitely. Uh, the second last one is a uh, three times world darts champion and Canadian John Part or the Fermanagh darts rising legend Brendan Dolan. Brendan Dolan, boy. Yeah. All the way. <laughs> yeah. Class act, class act. I loved actually. So, so once before it's the darts already. It was a pretty class act. The last one then is a random one with no Canadian links whatsoever, but I have to ask it. From Manor legend Rory Gallagher or Irish music legend Rory Gallagher? <sighs> music legend Rory Gallagher. Class. Ooh. Class altogether. Okay. That's, class. Uh, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. I should probably ask as well, apart from the greatest GA player ever, who is the greatest from Manor player of all time? Are we going down the, the Barry Owens road or the Rory Gallagher or... Go back to you see, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to pinpoint somebody because, like, uh, there, there's so many of them. Like when you you have to think back to Peter McGinnity as well. Like he he was the first All Star back in 1982, I think it was. And oh, okay, I didn't know he, that. He he was he was fantastic for Fermanagh and was basically the the catalyst to get them to the first All Star final back in the 80s. Um, and if 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 you saw some of the the videos that are on YouTube of him back in the day, like he was just class. He was way 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 ahead of his time. Like, okay. um, and of course, like guys like Barry Owens and and Rory Gallagher and Remy Gallagher was good as well. And you have like Tom Brewster who scored the amazing point then that that beat Armagh. Like, they're so they're so like Jesus. I I can't give you an answer. It's and even my own club man, like as well, like Eamon Maguire and Shane McDermott, like they were my heroes growing up because they were my they were from the same club. Yeah. Uh, and then you have Marty McGrath, like yeah. Christ. It's it's uh it, it, it's it's a we'll just pick one, a, like. we'll just pick it for man of fifteen. Although I I noticed you didn't mention uh, a goalkeeper by Ronan Gallagher. Oh Ronan, I <laughs> no I I know Ronan. I I was uh, I I was uh, lucky enough to. To be beside Ronan a few times uh, on on training fields and whatnot, and he he always helped me out. Very nice man. Um, yeah, we'll we'll throw Ronan in there too. You have a we'll solid, you have a solid fifteen, I think, pick for from out of there. Definitely, you could probably I, pick I, the, the best I, fifteen. I'd say. I, if they all came back out of retirement, you know, I think Ulster would have been wrapped up now by now. 
Okay, we'll have to we'll have to get them out of retirement somehow. So, uh, <laughs> the last couple of things, uh, Patrick Lasky, just uh, I say all the clubs who just try and promote their stuff because uh, you might see it's South Africa jersey in the background. My one there, like of myself and plenty of people I know around the country, probably like to buy gear from clubs abroad and have something different. So, can your gear and stuff be bought on O'Neill's or? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, our club web shop is, is on O'Neill's.com and uh, it, you can get to it by searching for Symphonians Vancouver. Okay. Uh, there's there's a whole heap of stuff on it. Like we, do, we, do, we, don't, uh, we don't skimp on anything. So uh, everything and anything that you want with, with our club crest on and O'Neill's on it, you'll, you'll get it on there. Lovely. Sounds good. And that's Finians with two ends, isn't it? Yep, Finians yeah. with two ends. Yeah, because the school I went to here in Mullingar was saying Finians with one end. So uh, just for anyone out there, you know, who can't spell properly, that kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> and the last thing, Dennis, for anyone, uh, anyone back home or elsewhere you want to give a shout out to who'll be listening in when this goes out? Yeah, um, back home, like just all all my uh, my fellow club members back home in, in St. Pat's Dona. Uh, I, I haven't been back there in, in quite a few years, so it'll be it'll be nice to give them a shout out. Um also, uh, you know, me mother can't can't do that with, without without you know mentioning yeah. the. the um, you bait the show so, uh, if you don't. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I told the boys as well that I was with this morning on the walk that I'd give them a wee shout out. So, Dara, Stevie, uh, Skinner, and Dodge. So, um, nice. fair play. That's yeah, and fair play to uh, the man who was it Oshin was it who named the club with his middle name. Yeah. That that would have been. In Owen, that would Owen, be Owen. Sorry, Owen. Yeah, okay, Owen. So, so yeah, okay. I have to meet Owen at some stage in life to ask what the hell he's doing, naming a club after himself. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, but sure, then again, he might tell you that that's not 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 a hate about it. Like so. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. He he, say, he sounds like a lad who who would do it. I've only I've never met him, and I've only heard a few lines about him. But he he definitely did it. Yeah, that's hundred percent. There's no question about it. So, uh, so, yeah, Patrick. Look, thanks so much for coming on. I'll keep in touch. You definitely the WhatsApp and stuff. We'll chat. Uh, We'll chat Man United in the three games this week when we uh we might win the league now that City lost this evening. So um uh no, but I'll definitely keep in touch. I'll uh, I'll give you a shout on uh, on WhatsApp. And if there is any photos, videos, and to do with the club that you want to send on, I'll I'll absolutely use them. I'll promote the club any way I can. When uh, uh, we'll do, we'll do. Thanks again, Jason. And like yeah. it's it's a pleasure. And thanks very much for for the invite to come on. Um, you know, you're uh, you're a sound man, and uh, if thanks. you're ever in Vancouver. Like definitely do, do hit me up now because uh, I'd, I'd love to meet you in person and have a pint with you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, fingers crossed when all this is done and dusted, I'll, I'll get back there again. I need to go. I need to go back to Vancouver Island. I've some unfinished business out at Ukulele. I need to. Uh, I, I missed out on some oh, kayaking, kayaking that I need to do now. So I need to go back there again. Oh, yeah, yeah well, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Look, Patrick, I'll chat to you after anyway. Thanks so much for coming on. No problem, Jason. Thanks for having Find me. Yourself. Thanks take... a million. Sloan, take it easy. Bye bye. Coming up the next day on the Loaf of Bread GA Global, we cut into our next slice. Not a lot of points, I would say. I mean, when we went to uh, <laughs> Malaysia, the All Asian Games, and watching the the A's play, the A teams, it's, a, it's a, you know what a difference. I mean, the majority are points. You know, there's not a lot of goals mm. in those games, uh, but for us, it's completely opposite. Like if we get a point, it's rare. Uh, it's mostly goal for goal, goal for goal, uh, and kind of a 
that's just the way we kind of started off, just one twos all the way down the pitch and take a strike and go for goal. Yeah, you'll enjoy this in Shanghai. I think one of our games, I think we scored 4-1 or 5-2, I can't remember. <laughs> but there was a few uh, old hands there at Shanghai and they were like, 5-2, it's a bloody soccer team playing in this tournament. <laughs> I say a big thank you to Patrick and make my way to the next destination and coming up on Thursday next on the Loaf of Bread GA podcast, Slice 30, I fly from the west of Canada to the south of China and to the city of Shunday near Hong Kong and Macau. It is here I chat with Kieran from the mighty County Down and Sonny from the beautiful Ontario in Canada and find out all about life in the home of the great Bruce Lee. The lads tell us all about being in the home of the self-proclaimed smallest GA club in the world, the rivalries at Beijing, Shanghai, Suzhou and others the Asian Games, Sonny picking up the GEA, and other key issues like, are the Chinese a great bunch of lads, Shunde being a UNESCO gastro city, and whether the lads have picked Bruce Lee or Conor McGregor. That's next Thursday morning from 9am, as I continue the journey with two slices a week. I'll see you at the arrivals hall, but until then, check out the various clubs on the Instagram page, and see all the amazing work they do, and some of the nicest GEA gear going. Find the podcast on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, and on TikTok. Email loafofbreadpod at gmail.com or just simply hit the follow button and spread the word of the Loaf of Bread GA pod across the globe. Slonagy. <laughs>